This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast is brought to you by Shiny Side Up, which we almost got away with it, is back in person for 2023. We haven't had in-person events since 2020. And we had a full schedule of talk series and bike fest events. Unfortunately, we've had to make some slight changes. So things kicked off on Friday the 10th of February in Invercargill. Uh, moved to, to Queenstown for the 14th. Uh, moved to Nelson for the 16th of February. Things were heading to Napier for the 22nd of February and Gisborne for the 23rd. Unfortunately, due to the the uh, the tragic events that have gone on there with all the flooding, those two locations, we've had to cancel them. It's also not safe and more of a tax on resources for us to send people to those regions. So Napier and Gisborne have been cancelled. Whanganui on the 1st of March is happening. Rotorua on the 2nd of March is happening. And Auckland on the 4th of March is happening. Also this year, we were to have two bike fest events. Kapiti on the 26th of February, that is happening. And Whangarei on the 5th of March. Unfortunately, Whangarei has also been affected by uh, the cyclone that went through, the flooding and, and, you know, dramas therein. And so the Whangarei Bike Fest event has been wound back to be a talk fest or talk series event. Uh, we're going to have, it's going to be a four hour event. We're going to have everyone there. Uh, and it is going to be a, a lot of fun. There's going to be so much information that you're going to be able to pick up, ask questions, uh, dive in. Into topics deep, uh, but we're not going to have a full bike fest event. For more information, you can go to motoNZ.com, you can go to social media, hit up Kiwi Rider Podcast, or you can go to shinysideup.co.nz. Right, on with the show. Welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast. My name's Ray Heron. Great to have you along. And we are flooding your podcast feed with uh, some audio to get you fizzed for Shiny Side Up Bike Fest Carpety this Sunday, if you're listening to it on the day this podcast goes live. So what I'm going to do now is we recorded uh, episodes live at all the Bike Fest events across the country in 2020, the last time we could have physical events in person. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play you the episode uh, from Shiny Side Up Bike Fest Carpety 2020. Here we go. Roll the tape. Hello and welcome to Kiwi Rider Podcast, New Zealand's premier motorcycling podcast made by Kiwi Riders for Kiwi Riders on what is recorded on a gorgeous Sunday in Carpety. It is round four of Shiny Side Up Bike Fest coming to you from the car park of the Southwood Car Museum. The biggest event not only by area but by numbers. And I'm looking over towards the main gates of the Southwood Car Museum. It's just gone uh, 5 to 10. The event doesn't kick off till 10 o'clock but we have a mountain of motorcycles coming in in convoy and I feel like we're going to run out of space here as far as parking goes at this event. We've got a whole lot more. We've got the usuals. Jake Whitaker, Dave Moss here doing suspension tuning. We've got Dave McKenna doing uh, the stunt riding. I mean, he is a stunt rider. He's Yamaha's factory stunt rider. Uh, so we'll be catching up with him as the day goes on. IAM Road Smarter here. MSAC are here. Of course, Motorcycle Safety Advisory Council doing the motorcycle helmet checks. Somebody's going to win an $800 helmet uh, simply by 
showing their helmet to the team at MSAC. Ride Forever are here, NZTA are here, and we're going to try and catch up with as many people as we can, as well as later in the episode, we're going to catch up with uh, Matthew Day Gillett for the news. Hopefully his baby's not quite born yet and we have time to do that. Uh, and later in the episode also, we're going to catch up with a young man, Ryan Hampton, who is forging new ground. He has uh, an electric motocross bike and we're going to find out all about it. We're at Shiny Side Up Bike Fest here in Carpety. Uh, let's get into it. Joining us once again is Dave Moss, suspension tuning wizard. Good morning. Good morning from Hogwarts. <laughs> Hogwarts? What am I missing here? Wizard. Didn't you say oh, wizard? Oh, I see. Right, 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 right. Early, sorry. A bit early. I need another coffee. Uh, firstly, you've been tripping around the country, sometimes in the middle of the night, on that uh, tracer of yours. Uh, how have you been finding getting around New Zealand again? As long as you leave at 2.30 in the morning, generally you go through big cities and it's very quiet. It's quite lovely, actually. <laughs> there's no problems, no transportation issues, and there's no line for coffee either. So I think I might change my transportation schedule to uh, 2 in the morning until whenever because it's so much easier. 2 in the morning on some of the corners and uh, some of the roads around the country must be uh, a lot easier to, to get around as well. Actually, for me, it's a lot scarier because there's a lot of wildlife. Um, and coming around the corner, if you run into something that's there, you might not even see it in the dark and your headlight may not pick it up. So a lot slower in the dark, actually, because if you can't see the pelt or the animal on the road, then the odds are you're not going to do too well afterwards. But that also makes for a much more relaxing ride. Makes sense, makes sense. A good safety message there too. Yes. Um, you're here at Shiny Side Up. You are doing a lot of uh, bike setups and ergonomic setups, suspension tuning. Uh, what can we expect today? Have you seen what kind of bikes you're going to be working on today? I've already put three through the tent because they pleaded when they met me at a BP station in Capiti. So I had them show up early. So we've done uh, a Diavel, we've done a VFR 1200, and uh, we have done a Ninja 636. All of them incredibly uncomfortable. A um, lot of pain, a lot of suffering in the neck and hands, which was easily sorted out. And then putting the cable tie on the front fork, they really didn't understand what that was for. And now they do. So at that point, as soon as they realized the relevance of the cable tie, they understood why the, the bike is too hard or too soft, not that it beats them up. It beats you up, why? So at that point with the cable tie, as long as you mark bottom out, you know exactly where you're at. And so adjusting suspension becomes much easier. And on the DFL, the shock's right on the side and you can physically see the entire shock. So then with him seeing that he could only use half his travel, that understood and helped him even at two weeks old in terms of purchase and riding time. Um, he understood exactly why he was getting beaten up. So now he has the mental frame of reference as well as the physical capacity to change the right adjuster. Now I've done a lot of binging on your YouTube videos in the last uh, four, three, four weeks and I've learned an awful lot. But um, if people want to learn more about uh, how to set up their suspension um, from you, what are the best ways to, to get in touch with you and, and, and learn from the media that you've got out there? So YouTube is Dave Moss Tuning. Um, when you go there, there's 20 years of work. So in the search bar, rather than scroll the videos, go ahead and put in a topic. Tires, suspension, fork coil, uh, pressure, all of those things in the search bar, and then the appropriate videos will come up. Even on some of the introduction videos, there's three to five nuggets of gold in there that you can leverage and use. 
<clears throat> so don't just pass over a trailer or an intro because there's some really valuable information. And actually, to be honest, most of those intros, and there's a lot, two of the five key points of the video. So you're already way ahead there. If you want something more technical, go to the website, to davemastuning.com, and then there's 45-minute videos. There's massive in-depth articles on settings and setting changes and tire pressures and testing and geometry. Because when you buy new tires, there's no bad tires, there's just bad information. And one of the things I found in New Zealand is people pay a lot of money for tires. And you probably, uh, a good idea would be searching the type of bike potentially because you've got a lot of footage up there. I found videos about my bike. Yeah, exactly. If you want to type in your bike and model, that's a great thing to do. And then the other thing that we've had some very inter interesting up close and personal discussions on sometimes in in somebody's personal space when they've approached me is that tire pressure on a sticker isn't the tire pressure for you if your bike is a 2000 and you have 2019 tires on your bike's tires that it came with are extinct so why are you using 2000 pressures on tires that don't exist off the sticker or from the manual so uh, I think this year's focus on tires and tire pressures has netted a ton of very positive feedback but people are very stuck is probably the best polite word to use on numbers that are in the manual but when you step back you and i are different weights with different heights with different anatomies and we ride totally different so on my pirelli gt2 for example for this year i found that 43 in the front is great and 41 in the rear is excellent and that's the first set of tires i've ever used where the pressure in the front is higher than the rear because literally, normally, it's always the other way around. Also, if my bike came out with Michelins and I'm now running Dunlops, is, does that make a difference? So even within a brand with models of tires, the circumference can change up to four centimeters. So the best way to explain that for people that are listening is shove your hand between the tire and the mudguard front and rear. How much can you get in? And then when you change your tires, even if you change within a brand, shove your hand between the tire and the mudguard again, what changed? And what changed is the geometry of the motorcycle. So it might not turn anymore or it might turn so fast it scares the living daylights out of you. We don't think about tires. What we do is buy them. And there's no universal mold for any tire of any size. Everything is different. So get your hands dirty and Kiwis love playing in the mud. But this time play with your tire and your mud guard and see what happened to your motorcycle. And then you can fix it by moving your forks up or down. Outstanding. Dave Moss, DaveMossTuning.com and on youtube search out dave moss thank you very much for your time uh, not only this morning in the last four weeks and coming here to shiny side up um, traveling through the night to get to some of your tuning engagements uh, i look forward to catching some of your chats with uh, people coming to get their bikes looked at throughout the day brilliant thanks you very much for being here as well hope you've enjoyed shiny side up um, and the experience that we bring to motorcyclists in new zealand which honestly is extraordinary you don't find things like this very much around the world you have to go to a race event and most people don't really want to go to a race event they just want to hang out and chat and learn some stuff in in a quiet and fun surrounding with people that are very articulate have great knowledge and are open and willing to share that without coming up with price first catching up now with ross gretton two two bald bikers motorcycle training hello Hey, how you doing? Good to see you. Good, you too. Uh, thanks for coming out to uh, to the Southwood Car Museum, Carpety, uh, in your territory for your motorcycle training. Absolutely. Look, we love. We, this is the uh, the fourth year we've been here, so we've been here from the from the get go. It's just a great opportunity to get in touch with people to just take the time to have a bit of a chin where we're not all on the bikes riding. So it's it's a fantastic day. It is a fantastic day. The fourth event of four. 
and uh, I've enjoyed every single one of them. Two wheel bikers, motorcycle training, and we've talked to you previously. I've done all my courses through you guys, whether it be CBTA or Ride Forever. Tell me about two wheel bikers. How many instructors have you got? What's the story? So two wheel bikers, motorcycle training uh, was started by myself and Stuart Nelson in 2013. We started out with absolutely nothing but one broken down GN250, but with a passion to see riders get better. And that's been our drive and it will continue to be our drive and, until we stop doing this. Uh, we're now uh, running courses from Taranaki across to Hawke's Bay and everywhere south and we love every minute of it. Uh, we have a couple of contractors who work for us as well but uh, it'll always be that same two-ball bikers experience and we want to make sure that people enjoy everything and if you're not laughing when you're having your course then we're doing something wrong. Well that's a fair bit of territory you guys cover. How many kilometres do you do on two wheels in a year? I think last time we checked we're averaging about 50,000k a year. And what do you do as an instructor to keep your skills sharp? Well we do a lot of cross-pollination with other instructors so we have some other schools that we work in with and we ride together. Stu and I cross-check each other pretty much every month so we'll go out and he'll check me and if I'm doing anything wrong he loves telling me. And I'm um, the same thing, it's about keeping each other honest. You know, so we practice what we preach. And to be honest, there's nothing that makes you focus on your own skills like having to teach someone else. Brilliant. Uh, so two board bikers, motorcycle training, uh, CBTA and Ride Forever. If people want to, in the Wellington region or indeed apparently the lower North Island, want to get hold of you guys to find out more, what's the story? So you can go to our website, www.twoballbikers.co.nz. Call us on our 0800 number, 0800 560 and one of our lovely office staff will be able to talk you through everything we do. We also do basic handlings in the Wellington region. We also do in Manawatu and fielding. So if anything you want, give us a call. If it's not listed on our site and you want something special I'm sure we can come up with something. And of course rideforever.co.nz as well. Absolutely. Awesome, thank you very much for joining us at Shiny Side Up and I look forward to catching up with you as the day goes on and talking about some more motorcycle related topics. Fantastic, you have a great day. And congratulations on the new one, just uh, just waiting to be born too. Why thank you very much. Here in the Ride Forever tent talking to John, not Dave, Dave's the other one, about signing people up for Ride Forever courses. John, can you sign me up? Yeah, of course. Uh, how long have you been riding for? Oh, that's a question. Probably 10 years-ish. 10 years? Okay, so have you done a course before? I've done a bronze and I've, no, I've done a silver and I've done a gold. Yeah, okay. Am I still eligible to do another one? Yeah. So when was your last course that you took? My last course would have been about nine months ago. Yeah, okay, so you can um, sign up now and do another gold course, if you like. Um, gold course is structured to more advanced riders, so people have been riding for a long time. It's about working with a provider to um, sort of look at what you want to look at when you're on the course, rather than it being a structured syllabus. Um, so if you want to sign up your details here, Oh, so you got a fancy little iPad. Okay, we can do that. I agree to ACC passing on my inform information. We want to do a gold course. Rich region are we in? Uh, Wellington. Do I have a preferred provider? Well, I've done a few with the uh, two world bikers, but I don't have a preferred re supplier. Do I need one? Uh, no, so we, we say that if you do have a, pro a, a provider that you like and you've taken the courses with before, then by all means go with that provider as well. But we also say that each provider, while they're still teaching the same syllabus, they all have their own sort of different style of riding. So if you've taken gold course with two board bikers, you can always take another gold course with RoadSafe. You might learn something slightly different because of the way that they teach. It's all the same kind of thing, but it's just slightly different styles. So it's up to you. Oh, I'll hit no. 
and we'll see what happens. Okay, so name. Would you like to receive the Ride On newsletter? Of course. Are you happy for us to email you a survey? Yes, of course. Submit. And that's it. Is that it? Yep, that's it. Um, uh, what will happen is that we'll just send that out to a provider. They'll get in contact with you in a week or so, find out what date works for you to take a course, and then you can book onto that course through them. How long have you had your license for, Ray? I've had my full license uh, probably going on two years now. Two years. So you're not eligible for cashback. If you've had your full license for five years or more, and you've completed two Ride Forever courses, silver and a gold, or two golds, then you can apply for your cashback. When you do apply, you get $100 back, uh, just paid into your bank account, and then a year later, you get another $100. Outstanding. Right, and that's, it's, it's that simple? Yep, just that simple. Just onto the Ride Forever website, rideforever.co.nz. Cool, so if people missed out on uh, Shiny Side Up, uh, they've seriously missed out on a whole lot of fun, but if they missed out on Shiny Side Up, how can they find out more about Ride Forever courses and find out maybe what course could suit them best and that sort of jazz? Yeah, so they can go onto the Ride Forever website, which is rideforever.co.nz. Um, on there, there's all of the information. If they do have any questions outside of that, then there's a contact us form, and that just comes straight through to the team. Outstanding, thank you very much. Thanks. Catching up now with Dr. Chris Hurran uh, from Deakin University. We've talked to you a couple of times uh, on the podcast over the last few weeks, but we are now in the last event of 11 for Shiny Side Up and the fourth Bike Fest. Hello and welcome again. G'day. Um, now, I just wanted to catch up uh, because I've been looking into into MotoCamp a little bit more during the week uh, and I wanted to get your take on things. Um, so MotoCamp, just refresh our memories what you're, what you're up to. Yeah, so what we do is we buy clothing in store in both New Zealand and Australia. We get a second garment online. We take them back into the laboratory. We cut them up and test them for abrasion, how good the seams are, how good the armour is and how comfortable it'll be to wear on a hot day. And then we put all the results free online for anyone to look at. And because we're funded by ACC and the Australian Government, we're independent of manufacturers. Outstanding. Now that website, where, where can we go to find, this, find out this information? So motocap.co.nz uh, or motocap.com.au. If you put motocap into Google, it'll pull it up. And uh, both websites are exactly the same place. It doesn't matter which website you use. Now, have you been surprised by some of the findings here? So definitely, we get gear that I think, oh, that won't be so good, and it performs reasonably well, and we get gear, we get leather jackets, for instance, that have two seconds of abrasion time, where leather will normally get four or five, and that, that's where they've used upholstery-grade leather to make the leather jacket from. So leather isn't leather as well, so. Really wow, that's good. amazing. So um, is there correlation between price and performance? No, so in jackets and pants, we see no relationship between the price of the jacket and the uh, or the pants and the actual protection levels. In gloves, we do see some relationship between price and protection, but once again, it's still much better to go on the motocap and see what you're getting. Is there something that we can look at and say that is generally going to be better than something else? So for me, the two things that are most important for me to look at are how it performs in abrasion and how it performs in its seam strength because we can always put aftermarket impact protectors in to get a better product. Outstanding. Okay. Uh, Dr. Chris Huron, it's a lot of research you guys have done. I thank you for doing the research and continuing to do the research. Uh, thank you for coming across the ditch to join us for Shiny Side Up as well. Yeah, more than happy to. And, and for me to get the message out for MotoCap, if we can can influence someone so that they make the right choice and if they do unfortunately crash and they can hopefully get up and walk away from it for me that makes me feel good in what I do. Outstanding thank you very much.
and good to talk with you. James Riley, Moto Jim Kana, round four wrapped up here at Shiny Side Up. How did you go? Um, it was an excellent, uh, excellent four weeks. Um, uh, we've uh, had some fantastic races, some really close racing, and we've just got one more uh, race to go. Outstanding. So who's who's leading so far? Where are we at? What's the table looking like? Um, we've not calculated it yet, but I think it's pretty close. Um, so far, I've got two wins and two uh, bronzes, uh, two third places. Uh, and Kieran has now got um, a couple of silvers, uh, three silvers under his belt. Um, and we have Dan, who's got a uh, gold himself now. So, yeah. Outstanding. It's, it's, I've been so jealous watching you guys because it looks like a whole lot of fun. And I know it's a whole lot of fun. I've given it a go. Unfortunately, I've been busy. So, where do I have to go? What do I have to do to get involved in Moto Gymkhana moving forward? Um, you can start off by looking online. Um, we've got uh, coneheads.org. Uh, we've also got motogymkhananz.org. Um, but also there's lots of other places um, in international sites that you can go to to have a look at it. Um, and then you can start yourself. It's really easy. Just find an empty car park and a couple of either cones or half tennis balls to start off and uh, practice. Outstanding. James Riley, Moto Gymkhana, motogymkhananz.org is the website on Facebook as well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Coneheads or Moto Gymkhana New Zealand. Great. Hey, thanks very much for making the effort to be at all four shiny side ups. Uh, and thank you for your time today and, and over the last four weeks chatting. Oh, cheers. Thank you very much. It's been great. Thanks. Mark Solly, uh, photographer and social media extraordinaire for Shiny Side Up and Wellington Riders Facebook page as well. Hello. Hello, Raymond. How are you? Fantastic. Now, you've been at all four Shiny Side Up events. Uh, you've been in previous years as well. How does this year compare? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Um, I think that for me it's been great seeing the the energy of the crew and what they've put into it um, it's very hard for me to see it from the perspective of someone visiting because i've been behind the scenes so much but for me yeah I've, I've seen the energy and the hard work that all the crew have put into it and that's been uh, quite ins inspiring it's been really good to, to work with a bunch of people who are really into it outstanding um any moments throughout the four weeks of shiny side up that have given you a chuckle or uh, stand out in your memory as uh, as good moments of the entire tour oh. Oh, um, I'll definitely remember when Dave McKenna almost parked his bike on my foot. <laughs> there's, there's been a few moments where I've, I've been taking pictures or shooting a video and um, we've got quite comfortable with each other so he gets pretty close to me with that bike and uh, yep that's been uh, there's been a couple of moments there yeah and um, we had some good fun in Tauranga getting into the jets and, and mucking about there yeah. Outstanding now you're colliding a lot of this information for Ride Forever ACC and NZTA um, but uh, I believe you recorded a bit of a video with one of the talent. Um, I did shoot an interview with Chris Hurran. Um, I'm not normally in front of the camera doing these things, so we'll see how that comes out. But uh, uh, yeah, we went through a bunch of questions that were asked by Wellington writers, and I tried to structure them into something that would flow as an interview. And uh, I think we answered most of their questions. So over the coming weeks, I'm going to edit that together, and we'll figure out exactly where that gets published. But um, I, th I think we've managed to hit all, all their questions. Outstanding. Well, hopefully we can uh, nab some of that audio for the podcast as well. I'm sure that'll be possible. Um, final question. Uh, what's next for you? What do you do day to day? What do you ride and where are you off to now? 
Oh, that's a lot of questions for the end of the day. Um, where I'm off to next, uh, I might do the South Island. I feel that coming on. I've, I miss the South Island. Um, I'm riding a Z1000SX, so it's a, a touring version of the Ninja 1000. Um, and what do I normally do? Uh, anything nerdy. So um, a lot of IT stuff, photography, media, uh, software development. Uh, and in my spare time, I throw spanners around and swear in my garage. Nice. And uh, jump on Facebook and get on Wellington Riders, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Yep. So uh, that, that uh, chunk of my day, actually. Yep. And I uh, also um, uh, help organise a weekly ride, and um, that's uh, set up for sort of new and returning riders. And uh, I work with a, a crew of mentors that uh, put that on. And uh, so that's me, me every Tuesday night as well. Oh, you're involved in the Tuesday night rides. Because, of course, in Wellington, we're quite spoiled. We've got Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday rides. Yeah. And I'm usually tired from the th from the Tuesday, and I don't end up going to the Wednesday. But, uh, yep, yep, we've got a lot of weekly rides, and that's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty special, I think, yeah. If you're in the Wellington region, just jump on Facebook, search up Wellington Riders, yeah? Yep, that's the one. Uh, join up to Wellington Riders, and we've got a list of uh, the uh, weekly rides and what's going on, and uh, yeah, all the events go up on there as well. Outstanding. Mark Solly, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing some of your outstanding photos. Oh, thanks very much, and nice talking to you. And that's it, ladies and gentlemen, round four of Shiny Side Up here in Carfity, uh, catching up with a few of the talented individuals who have made this happen. Brent Tax, I caught a couple of your conversations. I hope we've recorded them because I really want to play them on the podcast. Uh, but thank you very much for, for tripping around the country and talking to so many New Zealanders. Yeah, I'm really sad to, that this is the last event. I'm just, just starting to get into the groove and the bigger the event, the more excited I get sharing with riders and, and watching people's eyes and faces when we give information or I give information that is so contrary to a lot of the things that they've learned and that they believe in riding. It's, it's been a hoot. I, I completely agree. I've had an absolute blast. Today, they got me on Dave McKenna's stunt bike. Really? Were you under it or on top of it? I was on top of it in front of him, and it was scary. I, I would not. <laughs> he got, he just, this is completely off topic. He got halfway down the straight. We were doing about 90 k's an hour, because all I could see was the speedo. And he goes, oh, you're a bit heavier than I expected. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I, I, I was chatting with him last night. We were sitting around with uh, all the guys, and, and yeah, he's kind of a little bit of a nut, but it really makes for good entertainment. Nobody wants to watch a sane person. I think that's one of the reasons why people always like watching my, my talks. They're never quite sure what's going to fall out of my mouth. And, the con you know, actually, I'm usually pretty surprised, too. Hey, so you've got a, a, a solo project of such to that's coming up that we can talk about yeah? Hopefully, how do we how do we find you in oh. future? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, so yeah, I've been talking uh, quite a bit to to the writers here, and I'm really well known for a YouTube series I did for a couple of years called Moto Trek, and I focused on adventure riders and adventure rider skills. And before I went to Columbia, before I came here, I decided that I'm not gonna do that series anymore. I've done most of what I wanted to offer to riders. I have 77 videos that were on that series. And I'm doing a series for street riders and for all the riders. I wanna focus on the entry level riders and the expert riders, but most of us spend most of our time on the road. And so I really, I'm looking, at, I'm super excited to do this, but teaching people about body positioning, about threshold braking, about trail braking, and all these skills that are things that we want to know how to do, and there's so much misinformation out there about them. And you know, if people want to find it, it's pretty easy. I, I wear a lot of different hats. You know, I train internationally, and depending where I am, 
changes my hat in the States. I might be Tour USA or Puget Sound Safety. Here I'm with the ACC. I was just in Columbia. So I'm, I'm always wearing different hats. And so this new video series, I'm not going to brand it. All it's going to do is just be my name. So it's going to be Brett Tax. Of course, if anybody can spell it. The nice thing is if somebody Googles me, there's nobody else on the internet because I spell my first name wrong because it's Brett with one T. And I spell my last name Tax, which has a K after the T. So it's T-K-A-C-S, which nobody can spell. So if you can find me, I'm the only one. But if you misspell it, then good luck. Brent Tax, thank you very much. <laughs> all right, you have a great day. Thanks for uh, chatting. Well, it's all wrapped up. That is round four of Shiny Side Up, and I've p managed to pin down both of our crazy stunt riders. Can I call you a stunt rider, Jake? Oh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and Dave McKenna on that uh, MT-09, uh, that was crazy. Before we touch on that, you had to go on Jake's trials bike. Never ridden a trials bike before? No, never. I've seen plenty of different shows and you watched all the Jakes, but never had a go ride myself. So, And what was it like? Very difficult. They're completely different skill set altogether. I felt like I was learning to ride again. So I need um, yeah, I need years to get anywhere near Jake's level, I think. Like, it's completely different. And Jake, you had to go on, on Dave's MTO90s P. Thoughts? Oh, that thing's a weapon, eh? Way too much power for me. I uh, didn't get it out of first gear and it was still way quicker than top gear on the bikes I'm used to. That said, we had a slow race and you were ridiculously good compared to everybody else. Yeah, well, I guess I spent my life going slow, so um, that's just what I'm used to, riding the clutch on bikes and using the back brake and stuff. So, um, yeah, I didn't really open that thing right up at all. As I said, I didn't get it out of first gear, so... <laughs> That said, there is the, the faint aroma of clutch in the air from these, I think these, uh, what are they, 50cc scooters? Yeah, I think they are. They feel like about 50ccs. We had a play on them and, um, yeah, we tried popping some wheelies and stuff on, but it's definitely all rider input to get the front wheel off the ground on that thing for sure. Yeah, I, I got it up and then started going sideways and went, hang on, how does Dave do this? Um, so that is the last of four rounds of Shiny Side Up Bike Fest. Dave, what's, what's next for you? Uh, so I've got a couple of weeks off, we're just preparing for new events and then there's an event in Mildura and then back to back next up to Wakefield. So two day, it's a super truck event, so get to bring out the um, supercharged MT-10 for that one. So Outstanding. Yeah, I don't get to ride that that often because you need a big area to let it loose, so that's good fun. 250 horsepower at the wheel, so I'll have to get Jake on that one day. <laughs> and have you got anything booked for New Zealand in the, in the coming months? Uh, no, nothing, nothing until next year. I've been talking about a few different events, but yeah, hopefully we can lock something away. Love getting back here. Wicked. So uh, if people want to find out more about you, your upcoming events, Australia, New Zealand, where do we go? What do we do? Yeah, just Instagram, Facebook's all the go these days. I always give guys plenty of notice where I'm going to be and what we're doing. So yeah, Dave McKenna, Yamaha stunt rider, that'll find me anywhere. Brilliant. And Jake, your upcoming events, we talked a little bit last week about them. Yeah, so that's me now for the show demonstration type riding. Um, I've just done these four shiny side up events and now I'm preparing for the national enduro championship starting in oh, three or four weeks I think. Um, so you're gearing up for that and I'll just be solely getting back into race mode now and um, pack the trailer up and put it away for hopefully next year. Awesome. Well, when you uh, after you compete in your events we want to know all about what happened and we want to know uh, your results and everything so keep in touch. Yeah, cool. Yeah, definitely. I'm um, keeping on my Facebook page and stuff. And um, yeah, I'll keep it up to date and all my results and stuff like that. So cheers. Awesome, guys. Thanks very much for coming to Shiny Side Up. My pleasure. See you next year. Cheers, guys. Thanks.
And that pretty much wraps up Shiny Side Up. Four events, four Bike Fest events, and of course an additional seven Talk Series events. Got to say a massive thank you to Ride Forever. Ride Forever, uh, ACC's flagship motorcycle brand. Also in on the mix was NZTA and MSAC, as well as every single person who came to the event, all the suppliers, all the trainers. If you haven't done one yet, sign up for a Ride Forever course. I highly, highly recommend it. We've got a lot more content that has come from Shiny Side Up coming up on the podcast in the coming weeks and months. We're going to catch up with Dave Moss. Uh, we're going to get a bit of work done on a few motorcycles and tune that suspension, set up the ergonomics and that sort of thing. Also, we're going to be talking to a few of the Shiny Side Up gurus uh, like uh, Dr. Chris Huron, who's in on Motocamp and testing that motorcycle gear. You can see a full write-up in the next road edition of Kiwi Rider magazine. So please do hit up kiwirider.co.nz. You can get hold of us at podcast at kiwirider.co.nz is the email address. Uh, it was an epic, epic event. I can't wait for the next one. If you haven't been to a shiny side up, you don't know what you're missing out on. That was an awesome day. And I remember getting ridiculously sunburnt, but there were some awesome bikes on display. It was Shiny Side Up Bike Fest Carpety 2020, the last time we all gathered in person. We're going to do it this Sunday. If you're listening to this on the day the episode goes live, Sunday, 26th of February in Carpety. It is the one and only Bike Fest uh, for Shiny Side Up for this year. Of course, we were going to be doing it in Whangarei on the 5th of March. Unfortunately, due to the flooding, we've uh, we've kind of wound that back to a four-hour event. It's going to be a a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of information, but it's going to be a talk series event only so thank you very much for listening we will resume normal transmission with tomorrow's episode this is kiwi rider podcast my name is ray here and thank you very much we'll catch you very soon This episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast was brought to you by Shiny Side Up. Uh, things have changed just slightly this year for 2023. We were hoping to bring you two bike fest events across the country and uh, six talk series events. Due to the flooding in um, Northland, uh, Gisborne and Napier, we've had to cancel two events. Napier and Gisborne have been cancelled, but you can still catch the talk series Convoy as they make their way up the country. Uh, 1st of March in Whanganui. Uh, Rotorua, 2nd of March, and Auckland on the 4th of March. Then, of course, we've got, uh, we were going to have two Bike Fest events, uh, 26th of February in Kapiti, but the 5th of March in Whangarei has been wound back to a four-hour talk series event, unfortunately. More information at motonz.com and shinysideup.co.nz. And thank you very much, Shiny Side Up, for sponsoring this episode of Kiwi Rider Podcast.